I don't like the view though. Hey, pass me a beer of my door. I can't, I can't help you with that from where I am, sir. Look, at least promise me you won't drink. Alcohol always leads to trouble. You want to get rid of the door? I mean, what do, what do you want to do here? Hey, who wants to play drink the beer? Right here. <laughs> you win. All right, what do I win? Another beer. Yeah, I'm going to get rid of the door. Get rid of the door? Damn door. Just have a cup of coffee. Beer it is. Coffee? Beer. How do you pronounce this? Common noodling? I'd kill for a beer. <gasps> common noodling. Common nude. Common noodling. Com I don't know. Cheap beer and a sympathetic ear. Step right up. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Beer Ups Podcast. I'm your host, Adam. And there's my co-host, Jed. Why are you whispering? Would you just whisper the whole episode? <laughs> that would be so creepy. But it would be unique. Be really creepy. The whisper episode okay this beer is really good like it's so good i just want to scream wait i can't scream it's a whisper episode <laughs> common noodle lynn common noodle lynn. i don't so, know is that what we're saying i don't know i don't know i can start are we ready yeah good evening beer lovers beer tasters Beer, and those with beards, beer people, and everyone with beards. Welcome to an episode of the Bearded Hops Podcast. Ooh. I'm Chad from Green Bay, and my co host is the more bearded Adam. Hi, Chicago area. How are you doing, Adam? Tonight, Adam, I am doing nice, very nice. Excellent, excellent. We have a well, I can't say we have a good beer because I don't, I've never heard of this beer, I hadn't heard of this brewery until I looked them up. Nor so have I. We have, we have a beer for you. That's all I can we say. do have a a really interesting beer that neither of us know anything about, except for what the internet has told us. And there it is: the common noodling is what we're calling it. Is that what we've been told? Yeah, that's what. Common noodling, Kentucky Common Dark Sour Beer. Uh, this is from uh, Against the Grain Brewery in Louisville. In yeah, Louisville, Kentucky. Yes, this would be. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I do like the the finger. That's what I do like. Yeah, about. I mean, it's a dead guy. Well, or there's a guy with a skull on his face or so something. Well, that's true. Yeah. Um, kind of looks like he has the tip of a penis sticking out of his nose. Ooh, that's unfortunate. Uh, he's drowning in noodles. There's a tree with a f orange fro. And this is supposed to look like your like your ramen noodle package. I guess. Well, if it if it's not supposed to, it definitely does. And yeah, so it's against the grain brewing in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Did you see this? The, uh, the the little picture of the guy at the top there has a uh, beard. Wow! Look at that. He's on the right show. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Against the Green Brewery is in Louisville, Kentucky, and they've been around, I, I'm guessing, because there's not a whole lot of information and history on their website, um, <clears throat> but I'm guessing for, I think it was six or seven years, and last year they announced they were opening up a brewery in Europe, in Germany, to start brewing over there, so apparently they're not doing that bad. Yeah, I mean, they're um, they're around, I mean, you can, they, I mean... 
the the stuff that uh, the pictures on their website looks like it's a decent sized brewery. They've got a they've got a ton of beers. They do, yeah. They have, I mean, yeah. There's a ton to pick from. Yeah, I mean, their you collection a list it just goes on and on and on. There's a lot. Yeah, there. there's got to be 200 beers on here. <laughs> there's a lot of beers. Yeah. So I, neither of us really know how how rare this one is. Uh, I've seen it before. I've never picked it up. Um, it doesn't have a whole lot of ratings on beer advocate only 122 compared to 12,500 check-ins on untap so yeah who really knows i mean obviously you can get it 12,000 check-ins added on uh, in september 2014 but only 122 on beer advocate so i i don't know i i this is uh, this is a really really interesting one yeah so they say that originally brewed as a conceptualization uh, from their friends at Nakbar. Is that how you even have, is that how you pronounce that? Um, um, yeah, I would, Nak, Nak, yeah. N-A-C-H-B-A-R, Nakbar. Uh, it's a historical anomaly and one of the only styles of beer indigenous to the USA. And it was originally brewed right there in the bluegrass. So this is considered a Kentucky common beer. And you don't know what that is? Yeah, that's okay. Neither did yeah. we. Um, we really think that. I mean, that, that style is not really listed anywhere. No. Um, <laughs> but according to, of course, Wikipedia, uh, it was a once popular ale, um, very popular in Louisville, Kentucky, which I guess that, that fits. Uh, in the 1850s until Prohibition, uh, rarely brewed commercially today. Um, but by 1913, it was estimated that 80% of the beer consumed in Louisville was this type. Holy crap. That's a lot. It is a lot. <laughs> well, I guess it's a lot. It's only Louisville. So I guess I could be over-exaggerating. So um, what are we going to do here? Do you want to crack this thing? Well, let's let me go over the – let's finish going over the can real quick. Okay, go over the can. Um, cameras to the can camera. So can on camera. the back side, on the red side of the can, there you go. Back side. Yeah, he said back side. Uh, back side. This sour beer is tart and easy. <laughs> Just like we like them, it says. <laughs> Jake. Sour, and e- sour, tart, and easy. Uh, yeah, 6.5% ABV. This is a one-pint can. Uh, I don't, there's no IBUs listed anywhere for this, by the way. No, yeah, I look for it everywhere. I can't find so it either. I'm pretty sure there's no bitterness. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's recommended to drink at 48 degrees. I don't know what our drinking temperature is. I pulled mine out of the refrigerator probably about 45 minutes ago. Um, so yeah, I didn't put mine out that long ago, but uh, I'm gonna guess mine is a little bit cooler than 48 degrees, but probably pretty close. We're not gonna drink it out of a can because, um, we don't really like to drink it out of a can because you can't really see it. So we you can't really see it. You can't see it. That's not our style. So we are going to open and pour. I've got a uh, a craft beer glass, just a uh, regular craft beer. <laughs> Whatever. Well, there's something on it. I'm, I'm I call it. I got this. I got the my tulip. This is my drinking glass. I like to yeah. use this for tasting. I wasn't sure what kind of glass to use, so I just grabbed the craft beer glass. Yeah, I just spilled water on my lips. Generic craft beer glass. So no, now you switch back to the can cam. That's not going to be called the, the poor cam. 
All right, you want to see this thing? Kentucky Common. It's supposed to be... Whoa. Got a little seepage here. Um, yep. It's supposed to be a lot like a cream ale from what I read. All right. Hmm. Heady. Yeah. This might take a while. It is going to take a little while to, to jump down there. It's dark. <laughs> it is it is dark. Like uh, like they said, it was... I mean, it does say it's a dark, sour beer, so... Yeah. A little closer here. It's a, it's a snarky darky. I don't know. The head is... Um, well, I did just a straight straight pour. I try to do off to the side just a little bit with, with a little bit of aggression. Um, it's... It's going to dissipate slowly, slowly, but not as slow as, not as slow as some do. No. Got big bubbles on the top, little bubbles on the bottom. A little bit of activity down below there, so that's good. Yeah, I can't really see any bubbleage it down in the beer itself. Well, this is going to be a little minute. It's going to take just a minute here. So now the Kentucky Common, um, for those of you that care to know, um, <clears throat> locally it was known as a dark cream common beer or a cream beer. Um, now this beer is top fermented. It's not croisoned. And it's fermented once and then it's just sent out to be sold, which that's why the ABV uh, is usually considered moderate on this. It's carbonated low which I don't know if that's right, but okay. It's carbonated low and... Um, Doesn't seem like it with the head that we're getting. That's all right. And has its full taste uh, and is a sweet-ish. I don't know if I knew that was a word, but... Yeah. Uh, usually, it's, it's, they prefer to be consumed fresh, but I couldn't find a date, a born-on date on the can um, and usually draft. Did you read the uh, the, the notes and the description off the off the website? About their process? No. Okay. So, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Um, the, um, yeah, you said something about Nakbar, which, which is in this description. That's what made me think maybe you already read it, but I, I thought I missed it. Um, the, uh, it says, this historical anomaly um, is one of the only styles of beer indigenous to the United States, originally brewed right there in the bluegrass state of Kentucky. Uh, much like the beloved, uh, the more beloved, a uh, beloved, 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 sure. and uh, coveted cousin sour mash bourbon, this ale is brewed in the manner of souring the mash. First, we start with a blend of grains similar to your favorite spirit, barley, rye, and corn, and we start to sour the mash. In that process, we are able to achieve a deliciously complex tart flavor that plays with the spiciness of rye while finishing with a dry crisp crispness of uh, from the corn moderately hopped. So it's not, it's not going to, yeah, it's not going to be bitter. Uh, moderately hopped to balance the sweetness of this Kentucky common. And this is off their or, website. Uh, or no, you read off something else. I think it's on the website, but I'm reading this off of beer advocate, but I think okay. it's taken right. I think it's taken from the website. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Kentucky common. We will, or one will get noses. God. 
one will get notes. We don't read very well. <laughs> of dry fruit, sweet tarts, and hints of tannin from a very small beer. amount of. We don't usually read. Very small amount of barrel aged character. So we got some barrel aging going on here. We are loving the barrel aged beers. Is this really barrel aged though? Barrel no, aged not barrel aged, but it gives it a small amount of barrel aged character. So it's called a dark sour beer. It's called a Kentucky Common. It's classified officially as an American wild ale. Wild or ale. Or sour ale, yeah. So wild ales are, are the sour, you know, sour ales. So you'll see they're kind of used one of the same. Sour ales, wild ale, airs, a- ales, wild, god damn. <laughs> American wild ales. <laughs> What's funny is he's the one on this show that has a college degree. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean shit. That doesn't mean shit. I have an art degree. Yeah, that definitely doesn't mean shit. I, so, I can draw. I didn't I don't I didn't do much talking in college. <laughs> Except to the ladies. Um, <laughs> so you're saying this is considered a, a sour? Brown chicken brown cow. Yeah. This is considered a sour, is that what you Yes. Yes, it is a sour, and it is nice and dark. Look at that. It is dark. Yeah. I'm going to uh, actually I'm gonna shine, see if I can shine a light. Yeah, I'm seeing nothing through it. There you go. So you can see it's, uh, it's pretty dark. I mean, this is um, not letting much light through. So take the light away. It's nice and dark. What are you smelling? I smell a little fruitiness. Yeah, I can smell. I can smell the rye, and I can smell some fruit. Yeah, a little bit of fr- little sweetness. I don't know what fruit. I can't put my finger what fruit no. it is. I'm smelling, but it's got a Swedish sweet smell, not a Swedish smell. <laughs> From Sweden. Uh, I'm ready to take a sip. Yeah, absolutely. All righty. Yeah, they're sour. Ooh. Yeah, it's sour. It's not as sour as um, – so we drank some sours over the weekend um, yeah. for the Super Bowl. I'm actually going to be reviewing the sour next week too. So Yeah. Um, uh, not I as love, sour as what we had over the weekend. Not, not at all. No, nowhere near. Yeah, those sours that we had over the weekend were like knock your socks off sour. They're really good. But, I really like sour beers. But this is sour but not uh, – on the. On the finish, it's like grainy. Like I taste almost greens. Well, it's you know I mean? it's like a black lager finish to me. It's uh, it's it's very uh, it's very black lagery on the finish. There's definitely the tartness. The sour happens through the beginning, and the middle. Yep, and it kind of fades out. Got tart, very tart on the sides of my tongue. Yep. I don't taste really any sweetness i can smell some sweetness but i don't taste anything sweet there's not really i mean there might be a little sweetness in the tart but it's not it's overpowered by the tart and the sour Mm -hmm. more than it's drinkable yeah it's pretty good it's not not bad at all what's the um what was the average rating for this i know uh, so so our, um, untapped, it is average of three five five, and that's with um ten thousand 
485 ratings. So, and Beer Advocate has a 375 or a 373 out of five. Okay. Uh, but only 122 ratings. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I know that's the that's the very the really weird. The difference between these two, the two sites, uh, usually if one's popular on one, it's popular on the other. So I don't, I don't understand that difference. More people in Kentucky use Untapped. Well, maybe, maybe I don't know. Um, right off the bat, what do you, what are you thinking, rating wise? Rating wise? Hmm. Well, we didn't tell everybody what we do. Do you want to tell them what we do? Oh, yes. All right, kids, sit back, relax, and enjoy the rules of the show here on the Beer Hops Podcast. We have some rules that we adhere to. Uh, first thing we're going to do is we're going to grab a beer. We're going to crack done. open that beer. Done. We're going to sniff it. Sniff, done. Sniff it. And then we're going to taste it. And then we're going to rate it. And uh, so then after, we'll talk about some other stuff along the way. Then once we get down half a glass or a can or a bottle. This is this is actually a big can. This could take a little bit. Yeah, uh, it's a pint can. That's very nice. I approve of that. Ouncer. I love yeah, those. I love those. Uh, once we get down halfway, we're going to stop what we're doing. We're going to talk about it once more. Has it changed at all along the way? Do we still like it as we did when we first cracked it? And we're going to talk a little bit more. And then once we get to the end, we're going to be sad because we're out of beer, but this will be okay. We're going to go to the fridge and get another one. And we're going to finally rate it on untapped. Those are the rules. Of the show yes so um i need you, you know your rating yet three two five oh, well, don't tell it that quick i was gonna take another sip and figure god damn it yeah. <laughs> you asked <laughs> i'm looking for a yes or a no jeez okay yes <laughs> couple minutes in i'm already gonna say fuck you chad um, <laughs> Well, I, I've never been known not to be a smart ass, so <laughs> I am gonna go with a three. Okay. It's just there. It's I don't it, it, it's drinkable. I don't know that I would like buy a pack of it. I could have several of them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I could see it as a like with a lot of sours as a summertime beer. Um, even though the sour I guess it's not that refreshing. But some of them are. This one's not. I wouldn't consider this a refreshing, refreshing no. beer. I do think it's more of a summertime beer than middle of February beer. But uh, the the dark color <laughs> makes me like nice. drinking it in February. Um. Yeah. Three, two, five for me. I'm really interested to see how this is going to go down as it warms up. Yeah, that's the other interesting thing. Is a lot of times with the darker beers. Um, you know, more flavor comes out as they warm up, but those are usually porters and stouts, which already are packed with flavor. Yeah, and I think that dark uh, black lagers, to me, as they warm up, get worse. Yeah, and this has a black. This has a black lager finish for me. Right. So I when I think of um, uh, the Black Widow or, or Widowmaker or whatever it's called from uh, uh, Kiwina Brewery up in the uh, UP of Michigan. Um, my good friend Jason introduced me to this beer. It's re- it's a delicious beer. Really, really cold. I mean, it's a, it's a lager, so you know, it's lager, uh, pilsner. Those you know, that family of those families of beers are very good cold. Right. 
uh, if it warms up, it just gets this skunky flavor, this skunkiness, almost sour, but it's not supposed to be sour. So, uh, this being recommended drinking at 48 degrees is a little warmer than I would have thought. Yeah, me too, actually. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll it's, see uh, happens this warms up. We got 16 ounces to get through here. I got I got the whole can emptied into my glass at this point. So so um, what beers did you have this week, Chad? Um, okay, so if I go to my beer history. Uh, I got to go back to, I got to show more cause they had, we had so many different beers. Yeah. Um, so if you're listening to this now, uh, show number, is it nine? That's coming I, out tomorrow. Yeah. I can't do all these. I've had, since the last time you and I podcasted a regular show, um, you know, I was in Florida we heard about your Florida ones. That was uh, uh, we heard about your Florida ones already. Not all of them, because I we only we yeah, we okay. we haven't uh, we haven't done this since Hop Slam. The 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 what have we drank? Damn. So I go That's all the way back to January twenty seventh on Holy beers God. that are unreported. That's a long way back. <laughs> That's a long ways. Um, okay, let's not go through all of them then. All right. Um, so let's talk about this. Let's do it this way. So last weekend when you were here, and this, just for context, this is just before the release of, of show number nine, which comes out in our time tomorrow. But when you're listening to this, it's already been out. Right. Um, we went to a couple of breweries, uh, three breweries actually, here in um, Illinois when Chad was here visiting. So the first brewery we went to, let's do it like that. Let's go to the first brewery that we hit that night. Okay. I want to mention one before the brewery. Okay. Only because um, it's a can that I decided to keep. It was also a very good IPA. Uh, believe it or not, because I bought this beer because of the name. I am a huge Miami Vice fan. Oh, that's right. So... When I was in Florida, I came across a beer from the Miami Brewing Company called Vice IPA. Uh, the can is actually. Let's say you have the can, don't you? Uh, maybe, maybe. I do have the can. It's right here. The can is very, very Miami Vice looking. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Very 80s. Uh, That's cool. 80s looking can. <laughs> Miami Brewing Company, Vice IPA. I gave us a 4.5. Uh, I just I just drank this one today. You're not an um, IPA guy either, so that's I'm not an IPA guy. This was that's a really really good good IPA. So I was happy with that one. So then you came down here. Yep. We went to well, I drank uh, of other beers before that, but yeah, we we drank a shit ton of beers <laughs> even while you were here. So we went down to uh, Goose Island Brewery with Eric and my wife. Yes. The first one we had was the Old Man Grumpy. And that is a pale ale, five percent ABV, forty-four IBU. What did you rate that one? Oh, I didn't. I only took a sip of it, so I did not rate that one. I thought we both had. Oh no, that wasn't the nope. first one we had. Nope. We had the Brazier Noir. The Brazier. Yep. Noir. That yep. Was the first one we had. Yes. Yeah, that thing was good. That is um, an Imperial Double Stout. Yeah, American Imperial Double. 
11.3 ABV. Served in a very in a very small, I would say that was probably a five or six ounce pour. Yeah. Um, uh, delicious. That is aged in wine barrels. Yes. It is. It was very, very good. I gave that a four and a half. I gave it a four and a half as well. Yeah. That was really, really good. The next one that I had was, oh, you had this one too, the Cooper Project Number 1. Yes. And luckily Eric recommended that, otherwise we probably wouldn't have had it. This thing, uh, I mean, on this uh, on this podcast, was I had my first Scotch Ale ever. I'd never had a Scotch Ale before. Um, right. So this one was, is a Scotch Ale, we have a Scotch Ale 8.7 ABV, 24 IBU, and it was so flavorful. I don't know that. I mean, I've had three Scotch Ales before this, and I don't think I've had one with this much flavor. Yeah, this would be the best one that, that I've had. By far. It was so good. I gave it a four and a half also. It was just outstanding. I, yeah, I gave that a four, seven, five. Wow, look at you. And, and the thing about going down to Goose Island, I mean, some of you, if you're not from the Chicago area, you know Goose Island from like the, the 312 uh, Green Line beers. Yeah, and, the regular Goose IPA. Right, uh, and those beers are brewed by Budweiser. Those aren't brewed by Goose Island anymore. Um, these beers, when you go to their, their tap room uh, in Chicago, these beers, for the most part, are just there. You right. You get them usually outside of there, except for the um, Brazier Noir. That's actually hitting shelves soon, they said. I don't know when that's actually going to see a bottle of that. But yeah. We were, just, a bottle, just, I will be buying it. <laughs> didn't they just tap it that day when we were they, there? I assume so, because they just announced it. I yeah. saw it on Twitter for the first time that day. So Yeah. I mean, yeah. So it's important to note, I think, if you're drinking a Goose Island, look at the label. And if it says brewed in Chicago, it would be, it's the old Goose Island brewery. Right. The, the craft, that's, I mean, the craft, that's the, the craft side of the house. That's the what le- legitimate craft side of the house. Yeah. If it doesn't, if it says anywhere else um, other than Chicago, it's brewed by Budweiser. Yeah. It's brewed in one of the Budweiser um, mega establishments. Um, yeah. The next one, I think you tried this too. I think my wife was drinking this, the Madame Rose. Did you try that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is a, a wild ale, a sour, uh, 6.7 ABV. And if I remember correctly, this one was pretty sour. It was. Yeah. It was. Um, lots of flavor though. Um, let see if I click on it. Yeah. I did. F- I gave it a four. I mean. Yeah, I gave it a three, seven, five. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was good. <laughs> somebody somebody checked it in a day ago. Half at a point five. All they said was yuck. At point five. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, look, uh, it's, it's rated sours, really well. It's, ra- it's rated a four. Sours average. are definitely an acquired taste. For sure. For you got to sure. get used I, to it. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I, I did. I liked it as well. Um, did you have any others at Goose? Nope. Because for me, yes, the next is nope. Yep. Then we jump to the next brewery on yeah. Friday night. We were hungry, and, and at Goose Island, they don't sell any food. So we jumped if over. If they did, we probably would have stayed there all night. We would have stayed there all night. I probably <laughs> would have gotten another Cooper project or something. Yeah. those mm. I, I would have ended. Okay. So before we jump off of Goose Island, remember, we were going to go back and have their King Henry. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and talk about the King, the King Henry. Go ahead and talk Okay. So the King Henry is there. Is a, is, we actually mentioned it a little bit. Um, on the podcast, one of the podcasts on Saturday that it'll come out before this one. Um, 
but we talked about possibly drinking the King Henry, which is their oldest barley wine. It's a 23, 23 year aged barley wine. Son of a. Um, a 12 ounce glass is a hundred dollars. No, but yeah, it's a hundred dollars for a glass of this now. Right. But also but it, it's aged in Pappy Van Winkle, 23. Yes. Bourbon barrel. So it's aged in, 23-year-old Pappy Van Winkle bourbon barrels. Right. Yeah, I didn't That's mean to, I didn't mean to, to I didn't mean to say that it's been the beer's been aged 23 right. years. It's the barrels that it's aged in are Pappy Van Winkle 23 year. And if nobody barrel. knows if you don't know what Pappy Van Winkle is, just look up Pappy Van Winkle bourbon. Um it's got a whole nostalgia yeah. all to itself. Never had it. I haven't but, either. Uh, but yeah, so it was a 100 bucks a glass. We were actually we were going to go back. Um but yeah, anyway, it was I was going to splurge on this one, and and uh, if we if we would have been able to get back there, um, we uh, we both would have had a glass of this the, the uh, King Henry. So next time, uh, next time we get back there, we'll be we'll be we'll be drinking the King Henry because I, I I have to have it. I <laughs> so mean, as much as I'm on. into barley wines lately, I have to have it. <laughs> so we moved on uh, because we were hungry, and we went to another. Very cool Chicago brewery. I went to the Tap House, not to the brew house, but the Tap House, a Revolution, and. Um, sorry, Jake. Sorry, Jake. Yeah. What was the first thing you had at Revolution? Uh, I had Ghost Ride, the Kolsch. Yeah, I don't think I had that. I didn't even. I didn't. Yeah, I, I wanted something light. I wanted something light to go uh, with an appetizer, and <clears throat> I knew that I was going to have um, the political exhaustion later, which is the next check-in. Uh, but the Ghost Ride was. I wanted something that that would kind of be a good palate cleanser for food. And then the next, the stout that was going to be coming up. So it was really good. Thinking ahead. I didn't think about that shit at all. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a damn So I like Kolsch's year round. I know it's a summer beer. Everybody says it's a summer beer. I like them all the time. Um, And I I gave this a 3.5. So I mean, just a very good, good beer. I would drink it over and over again. Now, did you have the one that Gina had? Uh, you no. took that one in nope. so she had the um the cross of gold as a um a golden yellow. I did try that. It's a four point eight percent twenty-five IBUs. It's good. I mean it's a solid golden ale. It was, it was um I rated that three and a half. But the one probably the well, not the best one, but another really good one of that night. We had some so many good beers. Um the political exhaustion, like he just talked about. Political exhaustion, the stat an imperial stout, twelve point two ABV, sixty IBU. Um, it was really, really, I wish I would have put more notes down here. I know I'm not really bad about that in my, I know opinion. I am too. I got to start making, making some type of tasty notes. Cause yeah, I just, yeah. it was good. And that was also, uh, Eric's suggestion as well. That was, that was a really, really good one. Yeah. And Eric was with us for both uh, goose Island and, and the uh, revolution. Yeah. And his insight on the goose Island stuff is amazing. I mean, you guys will hear it. If you, li- I mean, you listen to a podcast two or three episodes ago at this point, uh, we were able to text him while we were on, on the air because <laughs> yeah. we were live we were recording. Cause we were trying to, we were, we broadcasted it live on uh, YouTube and yeah. he was watching while being driven to a wedding party or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah. So, I mean, he was having a good day, I'm sure, but <laughs> it was really cool to be able to get his insight while we were talking about the, the goose Island stuff. So now the, we left there and we went to, only Child Brewing, which is a local brewery here in Illinois. It's in Gurney, Illinois. Um, Nano Brewery. Very cool place. Very small. Uh, it's a, Even here in the 
gurney area it's hard to find them in a store because they're just they're very very small right i mean if you drive by it's in a little strip mall it doesn't look like a brewery well it's not even a strip mall it's like the strip warehouses yeah yeah you're right it was an industrial yeah it's an industrial industrial warehouse type place so you wouldn't you wouldn't even know it's there when you pull into the parking lot i think you chad's like where is this place (laughs) so um but it's really cool atmosphere um it was your first time there aren't you what do you think of it yeah i mean um they've got some tables set up just walk in relax uh, it's dog friendly. They've got a bar that's got, I don't know, six, six stools, maybe. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, very small uh, serving and leather bar. couches in the back. Like yeah. Just a back. really laid back, comfortable area, even though it's in a, in a very large, long, uh, with super high ceilings, um, warehouse, warehouse kind of looking yeah. thing. Yeah. It's the best way to um, so the barrels were in the, the fermenter, fermenting tanks were in the back. Um, behind a a gated area, you know, you couldn't walk back there, but you could see it all, um, you know, from wherever you're sitting, you could see it. So yeah, they're bourbon barrels there for aging. They were doing stuff. So yeah, really cool Um, place. I thought it was, I thought it was super chill. Yeah. So the first one I had there, wait, were these even mine? No, I went right to the, uh, the, the, uh, crap, the cucumber one, didn't I? Uh, that's the second one I checked in. So I got three check-ins from only child i just have stigma crusher which is the lager which i think was what my wife had um and then their timeout stout which i got that as well um mm-hmm. but their favorite my my favorite one from there what what's it called because i can't even think about it now the gray area beer project batch number yeah. five is that the number five, yes yeah then that's a sour yep say um, it's at a farmhouse ale yeah and it is very good. The first time I had it, I didn't. I was like, eh, I don't know if I like this. But then before I left that night, I had a whole glass of it. And then tonight, I ordered, or the other night, I ordered a whole glass. And it's just so good. Now, that beer, that beer is a fantastic summer beer. If you, I mean, <sighs> yeah. I don't know. That it's not going to be around very long. I think they said they were down to one barrel, but. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. Because I was going to try to buy some to take, and they, they were down to the last little bit of it. So, um, batch number five is almost gone. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't rate it really, really high, but, uh, 3.5, that was just, a again, the 3.5 is it is an area for me where it's just, that's a good beer. I'll drink it every single time. Right. Yep. Yeah. I honestly don't even know what I rated because apparently I didn't rate it that night. So <laughs> <laughs> that was like the well, second, I, third time I've had it. So I didn't check it in. Uh, so I have no idea what I yeah. So we weren't there very long. It was towards, uh, we, towards the end of the night, they closed Closing at 11. Time. So we did close it down. Uh, we were only there for about 45 minutes, I think. Yeah. Um, I had no way Jose, which is a pale ale, uh, three, oh, yeah. five, the gray area, three and a half. And then I finished with the timeout stout. And actually there was one more because I did a flight and I didn't rate it because we think that it was a bad, a bad pour. Oh Yeah. I don't remember which one it was. I don't remember which one it was either. It had an off, very off flavor to it. Yeah, it was a very, very weird flavor. Um, I didn't talk to the guy to ask him about it, but um, I think it's probably a really good beer. I just think uh, for whatever reason, we got a bad pour. So I didn't I didn't rate that one. So I finished with the timeout stout, uh, 3.75. Absolutely. And then um, we'll skip the stuff from the podcast, but then we had uh, – Jake had – the Revolution Bearing, Revolution Bearing, Revolution Brewing, uh, Hero Pack, 
And so Revolution comes out with these, oh, yeah. these hero packs. It's a case uh, with 12 beers and four different kinds, right? Yes. Yeah, four different kinds of beer. Um, and, and all the beers have a superhero character to them, essentially. Uh, they're all IPAs um, of varying degrees. So uh, there's the Northwest Hero, the Galaxy Hero, the Denali Hero. And then what's the last one? Because I didn't check it in. Antihero. Antihero, yep. That's a, I did the check antihero, The Antihero is the one that they always, that's everywhere. You can pick that up pretty much anywhere in the Chicago area. You can get Antihero. So the um, the Northwest Hero is a 7.1 ABV, 68 IBU. I give that a three and a half. I'll, I'll go through these real quick, then you can do yours. Okay. Um, Galaxy Hero is a 7 ABV, 80 IBU. Gave that a three. And then a Denali Hero, uh, 7.5 ABV, ABV, 75 IBU. I give that a three and a half. Uh, as well yeah so i these were just okay for me um two of them i would drink again the northwest i gave a three the denali i gave a three galaxy i didn't care for uh i gave that a 275 and i didn't i didn't even rate the anti i didn't uh i i drank my sample of it but i didn't like it i didn't really like it at all so i didn't rate it because i've had it so many times yeah i I just bother it's it's not one of my favorite you know in, in the ipas it's not a favorite of mine um what is the, I'm going to pull up the, uh, yeah, Antihero is uh, 6.7 ABV, 65 IBU. So. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those that for me that it, it's just, I know you can, that's the one you guys told me you can get everywhere. I'm not going to drink yeah. it again. So I, because I know that's their, that's their popular one. When I see it, I know I'm not going to grab it. But also there's many, there's many better IPAs. That's the thing. Yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna grab it because I know I can probably go down on the shelf. There's an IPA I like, you know, like Two Hearted. I like a lot more than I like that one. It, it's just interesting. I mean, everybody's everybody's taste is different. Um, I I think my friend Mike Klug, who's on our, he's a member of our um, uh, Facebook group, uh, a buddy I went to high school with. He, as far as I know, he really likes these these hero beers. Yeah, and posted something on Facebook about insert name dash hero they're all good or something like that if i remember correctly and even jake yeah well jake's jake's loves he loves ipa he's an ipa guy Um, yeah no he's we're starting to turn him yeah yeah slowly slowly we're getting to him uh you know he really likes him which i mean again that's that's the whole thing we have always said about drinking beer i mean it's such an individual flavor individual tastes just because i sit here and rate something as amazing the next guy can come along and go, that's a shit beer. So yep. it's all just individual. Um, then the other two that I checked in, uh, one was the Estival Cream Stout. Girl! That thing <laughs> that thing was gross. It was horrible. Um, it's by Ska Brewing, and it was a 5.8 ABV, 15 IBU, 175. It was just not good. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I gave it a two. Um but I, I only gave it a two because it's a stout. That's the only but I've, it, I will never drink it again. There wasn't much, there wasn't flavor. No, it just was not. It was, it was not good. Not good. The other one that we had, I really like um, the Le Seul uh-huh. <laughs> 7 mango. Right. Yep, the mango wild ale. It's a wild ale, six, 6.5 ABV, um, no IBUs. Give that one a four. Um, it is by is it Uni Annie. Unani Brewery. Unani. Um, it was really good. That's a local brewery here in uh, Illinois, Niles. And it's 
I've had that one before. Cool. I had a draft. Yeah, I had it on draft at uh, the the craft. Where is it? Our beer bazaar, and um, just a good, good beer. It's it's crazy because like That's I, where I bought it right at beer bazaar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's crazy because you know when I first had the first sour, I was like, I think it was in California, and I was like, no way, these are not going to be a thing. This is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this. Uh, but you I, know now, I mean, I think they've come a long way though over the last several years because yeah. some of the saisons I had in the past, uh, uh, farm, uh, farmhouse ales, uh, I mean, this was classified as American Wild Ale, so it's, it's a little bit different, but still a sour category beer. And I just, uh, I, I was not, not liking them, but I don't know if they've done something different with them uh, recently. They might have been able to settle down. They may have figured out how to settle down the sour a little bit or something like that. Yeah, because we did, uh, I did three three sours that night. Well, that one you just talked about. And then we did, I bought the the Moody Tongue Steeped Emperor's Lemon Saison. Um, I gave it 325. It wasn't great, but it was it was good. I would drink it again. And then uh, Distill Brewery's Wild Sour Series, Here, go, here Goes a Nothing. Uh, that's that's really a cool brewery. That's from Normal, Illinois, where I used to live. Um, so I've been to that place several times. Um, that was delicious. I gave that a 375. And you've got one of those in your fridge right now. And I'm going to be doing a review of that next week. That's right. Yeah, awesome. One of our quick reviews. So Awesome. I was just actually then, pulled up. Um, you have more. You have more beers, don't you? I've got one more from that night, yeah. and then I've got a few, just a few more since then. Okay. Man, I drink a lot of beer. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Moody Tongue, another one from Moody Tongue. This is their uh, Baltic Porter caramelized chocolate churro Baltic. I just did not like this. I I dumped this one out. One point seven five. I I I don't know. I don't even know how to really describe this one. It was so weird. Um, the the other one from Moody Tongue I liked that the saison. This one this is the only porter I think I've ever had that I didn't didn't like. So I didn't like a stout this week, and I didn't like a porter this week. Look at you. Times are changing. I'm just drinking a lot a lot more variety. I think of yeah, that, that, that could porters. also be it. Yeah. So yeah, then I've got four more. Um, we but if uh, did you have, go for it. So. Uh, I accidentally drank the New Holland Brewing Night Tripper. <laughs> that was supposed to be one of our podcast beers. And that I was supposed to be a God damn it. Now you got to go find another can. Yeah. So I, I accidentally drank that. It was really good. Uh, 375. I did the uh, Duck Rabbit Craft Brewery, the Wee Heavy Scotch Ale that Adam and Adrian um, did on podcast number seven, six? Six or seven. Yeah. yeah. So the Wee Heavy. By Duck was, Rabbit? Yeah, that was delicious. 375. I thought North it was Carolina beer. Really, really good. Uh, and then last night I had a Garage Project Day of the Dead. Disgusting. Did not like that. Uh, 1.25. I dumped that out. And really cool bottle, though. Yeah, it was a cool bottle. Day, was, of the, Day of the Dead. Um, and then uh, today I did, uh, you'll see um, a quick review coming out that I shot this afternoon. Um, of uh, three sheep's brewing, roll out the barrel, and this one was awesome. Four two five on this. Uh, you'll see it on the podcast on my oh, quick didn't review. Check in my three sheep's. Did I? Oh yeah. yeah. Or did I? I need to go look. 
and that's a that's a Belgian strong golden ale, um, aged in Chardonnay barrels. A fantastic beer, loved it. Yeah, so f- so far of the uh, the three sheeps, and that's from Sheboygan, right? Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Yes, Sheboygan. Um, Sheboygan. Can't I can't type and talk at the same time. Um, I've been impressed with the beers that I've had uh, from them because I gave I gave that that's one I just totally forgot. So I did have the three sheet brewing from Sheboygan because I like saying that. Uh, it's Kuvi C U V E E blend of 2017, and uh, I actually that video is on our YouTube page. Um, I rated that one and I gave it a, actually a four and a half. It was freaking good. <laughs> I, I did take notes this time too. I, I put on my check-in, I put, um, what a great beer. The first time I had this, it was a tiny taster this time. Um, I got to take my time with it. It was delicious, complex. Um, it was just, it was really good. It was such a good beer. I really, yeah. I really enjoyed that beer. I actually, I, I tried to use the, the wine saver thing. You know, it sucks out the air. Uh-huh. Cuz it's a pint bottle. And um so I we'll see. I I use that on the what's left of the pint. See if it lasts or not. <laughs> so that was the beer for the week. Let's you have another one. I, I don't have any more, but while you were talking there, I went back and and looked up to see which which beers I've had from Three Sheeps uh because I think I said in the podcast in the quick review today that I haven't had anything from Three Sheeps I did not like and that is true. Everything that I've checked in, I've had their Water Slides IPA Liked it, 325. I've had their Uber Joe Stout. Uh, loved it at a four. I've had their Cashmere Hammer at a four. That's a stout. And then, uh, hello, my name is Joe. A dark, is- a dark Ale at three five. So everything I've had from Three Sheeps has is, is been very, very good. It's a great brewery. Yeah, that place the list. Yeah, we got to go there. Yeah. The list is getting long. <laughs> but distinguished mm-hmm. for the most part. That's when you say, well, so is my Johnson. Oh, God. <laughs> Top um, Gun, man. So Top Gun. Are you halfway through or no? Yeah, I would say, um, I mean, I've got a little close, about half of this glass left. So I'm actually probably a little half, a little past halfway because this is only a 12 ounce um, craft beer glass mm-hmm. and I had 16 ounces to put in 12 ounce glass. So skill. Um, so what are you thinking? What, what was I? I give um, it a. What was I at? I was at you were at a three seven five. I was at three two five. You were at a three, I think. I was at a three. Okay, yeah. Too old for this shit. Yeah, I'll stay at three two five. I, I'm not tasting anything terribly different from when I started. Um, actually, the sourness is is uh, hasn't changed at all with with a little bit of an increase in temperature. Uh, I do, I still don't get any any fruitiness. I can smell it, but I don't taste it. Um, yeah. It, yeah, I'll stick it at three two five. It's good enough to drink again. <clears throat> and what a three is your threshold for drinking again? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If it's a, if it's so, I'll say this: three. I would is a drink again. Two seven five is something I would say. Meh. If I've checked it in once at a two seven five, I might give it one more try. But if it if it doesn't get any better, I would not. It you know then it's off the list. But threes, anything three and above, 
that's my threshold to drink again. And this is a little better than a, just a, uh, average, average sour. I, I kind of, I like it enough at a three, two, five. Yeah. I'm going to hold off, hold it three right now. Um, has for it me, it's getting, a, it's getting a little, huh? Yeah. Has it changed at all for you? It's getting a little tangier. Like, ting, um, ting, tingier, tangy, tangy. Oh, tangy. Um, tartness maybe would okay. be the right word. But when I, you know, the first, when the first hit your tongue, you have the, the kind of the tart and the sour. Um, That's two for me, zero for you. Two. I, I already have one, dude. You do? I do. Don't be I missed it. <laughs> Not like Jake, who's. <laughs> um, Sorry, Jake. <laughs> we apologize to Jake a lot. I know, we do. We do. We shouldn't. We miss you, buddy. We shouldn't be apologizing to Jake a lot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's getting more of a tart. The sour hasn't really changed at all, like you said. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Noisa. There we go. So keep drinking. See. Go, 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 chew. All right, on to the second half. We're going to do some of these news stories, or are we going to have some other beer related stuff? You wanna... Yeah, we haven't talked about news, beer news for quite a while. So. No, it has it has been a minute before we've uh, since we've talked about these. So um, that's totally one, that's totally Tom Segura. <laughs> so one thing yeah. I thought I thought was interesting um, is, and it, it doesn't really need long discussion. Although I guess it could get into a little bit of it. Um, I saw this the story in Westworld.com because you know how I like these really cool odd websites that I've never heard of before. Um, that sounds like a that sounds like a something. On HBO, <laughs> Tommy Knocker Brewery um, is switching entirely to cans. Um, which okay, whatever. Um, it's in Idaho Springs. Um, my thought around this though was more toward a discussion of bottle versus cans. Mm-hmm. And I remember back in the day when you know you wanted a bottle. Right. It was in a can. You know, it was your your Miller. It was your Paps. You know, a lot of people didn't even want to drink it if it was from, like, my wife would not drink a beer from a can for the longest time. Yeah. And even more specifically, people, they want to drink beer out of a clear bottle. It had to be brown. It had to be brown. At least green. Oh, that, that, that beer in the green bottle is so disgusting. I've never had any, any, well, yeah, I've never had any green bottle beer that I like. You've never had Heineken? No, I've had it. I just don't like it. Well, yeah, it's disgusting. It's in a green Ro- bottle. Rolling Rock, same thing. Don't like it. I know. I actually, side note, diversion, fork in the road. I actually <laughs> saw somebody put on Twitter, somebody tweeted about drinking a Heineken. And they had tweeted back saying, why don't you just uh, take a regular beer, put it in a, in a glass, set it on the hood of your car in 90 degree weather, let it heat up, and then drink it. My, the same thing as drinking a Heineken. You're drinking a Heineken. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shitty beer. Anyway, <clears throat> nice. Anyway, I, so you hear, you see a lot of the craft now. People moving to cans, and and why is that? Well, it's because light hurts. Yes. And even yes. in the darker brown bottles, there's still light coming in. The only way they can control it is to cut the light off completely, which is the can. So mm-hmm. a lot of the craft breweries feel that 
the best way to protect their product and get it delivered uh, the way they intended is in a can. And it's a cost thing as well. So I wonder how long it's going to be before we see a lot more craft breweries ditching bottles completely. Yeah. Um, I think I know here in Green Bay, so the four, the four, one, the four breweries are here in Green Bay. Two of the four are can only. And the other two. Were they ever bottled? Or just were no, always? always cans. Yeah. Uh, Badger State and Stillmank are can only. The other two are mostly bottles. I'm not sure. I'm actually not sure if, uh, if title town or hinterland do any canning they might be all bottles. Right. But yeah, I, I mean, it's, it makes, it totally makes sense. Um, from a quality quality control perspective. I mean, you know, when you, when you can it, it's going to be, it's going to be the same when you open it six months down the road as it was, when it came off the line is as long as it's not an IPA. Yeah. And what I, what I thought was interesting, there's a quote in here from, um, Tommy Knocker's head brewer, Steve Indrells. Um, but he said, there's just not enough room on shelves for both bottles and cans. Um, he said, I think bottles are dinosaurs anyway. Hopefully we're going to go in with the future here. Um, but it's interesting that, you know, I guess he's, Maybe right. I don't know. Does a six pack of cans take up less room on a shelf than a six pack of bottles? I guess I, I don't know. I mean, from a from a plan view, looking down on it, I would say. I mean, the can and the bottle are probably about the same. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what he meant by the. There's a there's a note in this article. Actually, starts out talking about Oscar Blues. Um. Most craft brewery owners thought Oscar Blues was idiotic back in 2002 when the company became the first to regularly package beer in its can- in cans. Yeah. They say it destroyed the image of good beer and it wouldn't work. That's bullshit. Right. I mean, but, but I remember <laughs> that. I mean, back in, the, back in the day, good beer came in a bottle. You know, you would, there was beers you would just, I'm not buying it's in a can. I'm not buying beer in a can. Well, do you think that had more to do with like... Uh, like old, was in the can. Old, old Milwaukee and stag and stuff that couldn't, it was just terrible. I mean, that, that was only, that was only sold in cans. No, that's, that's a good point too. It very well could be the fact that, you know, now we have better beers being put in the cans. Is that what you're kind of referring to? Mm-hmm. As you sip and I ask you a question. So you have to talk. Yeah. <laughs> that's very possible. I mean, it's, it's possible. Um, yeah. I mean, but you know, for, whatever decades or whatever we've had, you know, the American beer has come to us in yeah, in bottles with Clyde from, from a Clydesdales. <laughs> so, I do like the Clydesdales. I do like Clydesdales. Those are cool horses. Uh, just to wish they would pull a better beer. You know, um, let's, I do want to take, make a note here from the Super Bowl commercial, uh, the Budweiser Super Bowl commercial about water. I thought that was awesome. I did. I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of uh, stuff on Twitter about it too. Um, it was cool just to see, you know, Budweiser, yes, they're a big freaking company, uh, but they do do some, do do. They do some really cool stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's as, as big as they are, that it kind of does show that, you know, they still have a heart on some level. <laughs> some, in some way. Yeah. When natural disasters occur, their, their good hearts come out. 
I mean, they they stopped production line for a period of time. Yeah, that's amazing. It's, that's that's really cool. Water, you know, can water. Not like they don't have enough. I mean, production lines running, but still, it it, it has an impact on them. Um, well, it's cool, and I don't have it in front of me, so I can't remember. But there was a brewery, a, a craft brewery, that tweeted uh, to <laughs> to Budweiser the night of the Super Bowl, and said, "Hey, Budweiser, <laughs> we also." Um, have canned water. Uh, we just we just didn't spend something like we didn't spend like five million dollars to tell everybody about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then there were headlines, like in point. Some, some beer blogs and stuff that were saying that this brew is going after Budweiser. And later they tweeted like, well, "No, we're not going after them. We're just pointing out the facts that they're not the only ones that do it. That the, the beer community does stuff yeah. like this all right. the time. Right? It's yeah. It just it's like, shows to spend that money." to make sure everybody knew about it when they're not the only ones. Right. And they can, I mean, you know, whatever that commercial costs, it, it's, it's nothing to their bottom line. So no, it, I mean, it's a, it's probably a, a little pinch in their marketing budget, you know? Yep. Uh, but either way, I mean, the fact that anybody, whether they're a craft brewery or, you know, one of these big guys are going to take time to, um, to help out here really knock them for it. Right. To shut your production line down and just pour water in cans and, and give it away to those in need. I, I mean, that's, I'm assuming they give it away. I would hope they do. Yeah, they do. They're they producing do. it that, and, and showing it that way that they just give water away in times of need. I think that's awesome. So good on you, Budweiser. That's probably the only time I ever say that. <laughs> <laughs> so take it now. Uh, one of the other ones that I thought was cool that I found this week is that the, the headline is from foodandwine.com. Uh, why the world's oldest brewery is collaborating with Sierra Nevada. Did you see that one? I did. I did. I'm opening it up right now. Yeah. So the Bavarian state owned brewery, uh, Um Oh yeah. Wein, Stefan. Uh, located outside of Munich, uh, since monks began brewing in 1040. 1040. You know, I know. Um, so yeah, they are, Partnering up with uh, Sierra Nevada, they invited Sierra Nevada to Germany to brew a hoppy wheat beer scheduled to arrive in America uh, in a one-time release. Oh boy! In April, <laughs> can okay. someone say whale? Yeah, right. Uh, sixty-three-year-old, sixty-three-year-old Sierra founder Ken Grossman, self-taught former hippie <laughs> who worked as a bike shop mechanic, uh, opened Sierra Nevada, North California, and Chico in nineteen. 19- 80. Yeah, that's, that's a great story. Cool. Sierra Nevada's got a great story too. I mean, oh, from where, they, yeah. where they started, where they are now. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I don't want your newsletter. Jeez. <laughs> that other thing pops up right in your face. Uh, no. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not interested in your delici- delicious recipes. All right, well, maybe I am, but I'm not going to do it right now. <laughs> um, though the, the Hefweiss beer uses the German... I can't even pronounce these damn words, but these are these certain hops. Um, also, the West Coast Amarillo and Chinook varieties. Um, there's, they still comply with the 500-year Bavarian purity laws. Huh. Well, I'm going to click on that link and uh, see what that means. Um, but, the, yeah, the purity laws limit, limit beer ingredients to water, malt, hops, and yeast, so you can't put any fruit in it. <laughs> I want to try to pronounce these. Go for it. While I while I click this freaking annoying ad to be able to see what I want to see. So Hefeweiss beer called Braupacht 
or brewery pact uses the German Hollertower hop. Okay. Hollertower. Uh-huh. Cool. Never heard of that hop before. <laughs> oh, that link just took me to talk about the Ryan Heistabolt beer purity laws. Ryan Heistabolt. The yeast strain, which lends apricot and banana notes, is the one developed by Wyhen Stefan years ago for its flagship Hefeweiss beer. The same one Sierra uses at its house as its housed wheat ale yeast. Sweet. Uh, April. I wonder where we can get that. Yeah, it doesn't really list. I don't know if it's going to get hit all of Sierra Nevada's distribution. Uh, I don't think it really says in here. But yeah, I don't see anything in the article where it says where to get it. Yeah, so we'll we'll have to kind of keep an ear out and as April gets closer here and see what we can find. That's pretty cool. Now, did you see this other one from Brewbound about the Craft Brewer Alliance? Uh, nope, I have not opened this one yet. <laughs> Um, Leaner and healthier, healthier in 2018. Just read that first paragraph. <laughs> Out loud. Come on. For the fans. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast after all. Damn. I thought you were going to talk about something else while I read about it and got no, my no, thoughts no. together. Okay, so as craft... Have you read while I drink? <clears throat> as Craft Brew Alliance continues to execute on a Kona Plus strategy that led to 10 percent depletion growth what 10 percent depletion growth for the hawaiian themed brand in 2017 ceo andy thomas is working to transform the publicly traded craft beer company into a smaller but healthier organization that prioritizes profitability over increased shipment volumes <laughs> oh craft beer alliance those of you oh andy thomas what craft beer alliance is craft beer alliance is basically um Budweiser's or AB InBev's attempt to sell you something that looks like a craft beer, but is not really a craft beer. I want to make you think out there, Goose Island IPA, Goose Island 312, Goose Island Green Line. It's all Craft Brew Alliance Budweiser. Yep. So they want to make you think that you're buying a nice little small craft beer and helping the small man, but you're really not. So Mm -hmm. one of their strategies they've already talked about for 2018 uh, has been to pump more into Craft Brew Alliance. We didn't really know what that meant. I kind of took it as they're going to buy more breweries. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, they're going to grab up, sweep up more more breweries into that CBA. Um, but here they're talking about, you know, slimming down like Kona, which, which you know, we didn't, Chad was upset. We didn't, he didn't even know Kona was a CBA until. Nope. I was disappointed. Too? Yep. We did that list? Yep. Um. So yeah, no more longboard for me. No more longboard. Just be aware what you drink and keep you. And it, you know, look, if you don't care, all right, cool. You know, I'm okay. Yeah, it's fine. That. I mean, we love beer drinkers no matter what. Right. But if you're if you're wanting to drink something craft or independent brewer, brewing, as it's probably going to end up being called, just know. Yeah, do some research and know what you're drinking. I still it still happens to me. Uh, that ballast point that I had a few weeks ago. Had no idea that was a Constellation brand. So, you know, I mean, not to say I'm, I'm an expert 
on on drinking craft or independent right. independent brewery, brewery beer but i do still have to be careful about what i buy because it's so easy to make a mistake and i'm trying i'm trying to i, I want to drink as much independent stuff as i can just because i like it but i also don't want to support the big the big guys when i want to when i want my dollars to go to the to the independent guys right and that's something we've said before again if you if you want to get longboard, that's cool. If you yep. want to get the three yeah, totally. one, that's totally fine. Um, it all depends on your decision, what you want to do. I know for me, I, I really like to try and support the small guy, um, the small breweries. Um, I really try a lot of times to stay hyper local and like my everyday beers that I'll drink, I'll really try to stay to the guys that are, you know, that I, the, that yeah, I, right down the street. Yeah. Yeah. The tight heads, the only child's <clears throat> those guys. So, um, mm-hmm. but you know, for the show, we try to expand it out a little bit because we know not everybody lives around me, not everybody lives around Chad's. We try to bring it to breweries that hopefully some of you guys listening will be able to get to as well. Um, and so, but yeah. we're still trying to stay with a small guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we've got some podcasts coming up that are going to be very specific Chicago and Green Bay based breweries, but we're going to, we'll be throwing stuff in, in all the time. That, we have North like, Carolina beers too left, you know? Yeah. Here we got North Carolina beers left. Uh, we've got some anchors coming up, um, which, you know, anchors available pretty much everywhere. Um, this one is, this one's a, you know, Louisville. So yeah, don't, don't, uh, I hope no one thinks that we're just drinking beer snubs, reviewing our nano level breweries. <laughs> Try not to. It's really hard though. If you, you know, again, it's a good time to plug. If you got beer, you want to send us. Yeah. Send it. So yeah, I mean, we're we're now being followed on on uh, Instagram and Twitter by I mean, Bell's followed us, uh, Founders followed us. Goose, has Goose Island followed us? I don't recall. So anyway, I mean, we're we're kind of getting out there a little bit and starting to be noticed by some of the breweries. Um, Still, Mank follows me on on Instagram. Um, Badger State comments. Um, I mean. It's cool. I mean, it's really, it's really, it'll be interesting to see what kind of, uh, what kind of feedback we get from some of the breweries. Um, and hopefully we'll, we'll be able to send us some beers. Hey, Russian river. If you're out there listening to, we know you guys got some good stuff other than Pliny the elder. Those guys don't, they don't send anything to anybody. Hey, maybe we'll be the first. <laughs> now the last story that I have here, um, <laughs> I know that you'll appreciate, uh, cause I do too. Um, Oh yeah, this is awesome. Fido's Tap House offers dogs to adopt, gives twenty five percent profit to charity, and they have forty draft lines. That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, where's this place at? I cannot find. That's uh, in Oregon. That's right. It is Oregon. Yeah, it, right in Portland. Yeah, yeah, it's in Portland, and so it's a. Uh, where is it at? I just totally. I got. Chad, can you see it? Because I got pop up in my way. <laughs> Well, there's a cat cafe and there's Fido's Tap House. Um, Nobody cares about the cat one. So, yeah, that's true. Tigard. Tigard? Tigard? Sure. I don't know, how you, I don't know how you say that. I'm assuming that's a suburb of Portland. Um, I mean, so it's, I'm just going to look it up while we're... On February 13th... Oh, my God, um, pop-ups. A world-class craft beer tap room which fosters rescue dogs. Um. That's actually that's actually probably after food and everything like that. Um, 
the bar is <laughs> home to dogs waiting to be adopted. Huh. I'm laughing at myself because I was trying to. Foodandwine.com, please. The pop-ups are annoying. Like I can barely look at your site without getting a full-page pop-up. <laughs> it's freaking annoying. Start using, uh, start using Safari. I have a pop-up blocker on. So Tagard is is a suburb of Portland's on this on the uh, southwest side of Portland. I might be in Portland uh, in a couple weeks. Very nice. So I was I got I was laughing at myself there. I don't know if the uh, microphone caught the sound. I was typing. I, I've got five screens in front of me and three keyboards, and <laughs> I'm looking at one screen, typing away on my Mac. And it's just going bing, 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 bing. Like it's not typing anything, dumbass. Wrong keyboard. <laughs> the wrong keyboard for the wrong screen. <laughs> uh, but no, that's really, that's really cool. They, it's, they basically going to adopt dogs from no, this, this brewery. That's not brewery, but it's from a bar, as I would call it. Cafe. Uh, it, yeah, tap room. They sell food. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. 40 lines of mostly local craft beer. Cider, wine, salads, sandwiches, pizzas, hot dogs, of course. Hot dog. Um, that's really that's really freaking cool. That's a really cool idea. I like the way that a lot of these these breweries, beer, not breweries, but these beer people are coming up with these pretty cool ideas for you know way to, way to bring the beer and you know things you like. All together. Yeah, I mean, and for those of you that don't know, Adam and I are are huge dog people. He has. Three of the largest breed out there. He's got Adam has three Great Danes. I have three Golden Retrievers. Uh, so we are we're big big dog people. There's actually a a dog dog uh, uh, what's it called? Bark and Brews here in, in uh, on the north side of Green Bay in Howard. Um, it's right next to uh, the Tap Room, which is a bar. You can bring your dog. You can drink beer. You can watch the game. Um, there's an indoor outdoor play area. It's it's we uh, we've been there, but we haven't bring we haven't brought the dogs there yet. But uh, just a really cool place. So we're gonna look at this. We're on uh, uh, ATG Brewing's uh, website, uh, which is the beer we're drinking tonight. Against the grain. So if you go to their beer page where it says on tap and on deck, there's an image just to the right, and we're talking about their artwork. It's very. I have, I have it up here, so they should be interesting. If you're, if you're watching the video on YouTube, you'll be able to see it right now if you're following along at home. On the, yeah. Or if you're driving. So, don't, don't look at it if you're driving. Look at that. I mean, the, the beard is cool. The hops mustache is pretty cool. Um, he's got a little bit of an alcoholic-looking nose, lifetime alcoholic nose. Well, what's going on here? I'm not really sure what's up with the pointing at the right nipple. <laughs> There's a nipple coming I through mean, the shirt. I want to know the story of this, this cartoon character. I like the tattoos there, though. Those are nice. I'm assuming I'm assuming that knuckle reads out beer. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Um, yeah, because if you the knuckle on the beer we're drinking tonight, the guy says it says oh it says dark. If oh, you yeah. look at the if you look <laughs> at the knuckle on on his, but okay. So then if you scroll down, go to uh, Great Big Kentucky Sausage Fest, and. Uh, every single one of these beers go back up go back up go back up you're past it in the mid the, the second you're going too far Wee. go to the beer list Wee. keep going Wee. stop 
right in the middle of the page, second to left column in the G section. G, G, golf about a quarter, great big Kentucky sausage. There you go. Check out this piece of artwork. Scroll down a little. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> if, uh, if you're not seeing this on YouTube, you really should probably go check it out. But uh, it is basically a, <laughs> wow, uh, it's a mouth. And with, a wide open, gaping open mouth. With a sausage screaming because it's being eaten. Yeah. So he's, the sausage has, has his mouth open, screaming, and he's grabbing onto teeth, trying not to fall down the... Saliva flying everywhere. Yeah. So this is, I got to check these out. I mean, there's like 200 beers here, but they're, uh, they're that, artwork. That's the one thing about this, <laughs> about Against the Grain. They have so many beers. Yeah. This is probably the biggest list I've ever seen out of a, out of a, out of a, I mean, what I thought was a fairly small brewery. I mean, I don't know how much they produce, but they've got a lot shit ton of beers there's so many here um not all of them have artwork so and not all of them are even like always being brewed right um, you know there's some of them that they're a collection but some of them are you know always out it's just crazy that's just yeah there's a lot of a lot of beers there yeah and the artwork is crazy i i love it this the weird stuff is is interesting to me um uh, it's probably my art, my artistic mind, just because you know I went through. We think I got a barley wine. <laughs> um, this is not a fruit cake. Is the name of it? Um, Citra ass down. <laughs> it's pretty fun. They also have a, a preparation H. The artwork is just crazy. I love it. <laughs> it's really cool. These guys have some really cool stuff going on. Uh, Louisville. If you're ever, if you're there, check them out. I'd like to, there's another one I'd probably like to add to the list. Uh, that's that's going to be the problem here. You know, we keep doing these beer reviews and we're going to end up with this like list of breweries that's going to be so long, we'll never be able to accomplish it all. Be cool if a brewery wanted to invite us over, but whatever. Well, Still Mink will have us. We've already, I've already talked to them in Green Bay. They will have us. They will have us. They will. The brewer, brewmaster, will talk to us. We can do a podcast there if we want. If we can get over there. So I am done. I'm on my last sip. And let me grab my phone and open up the Untapped app. And if you're not on Untapped, then I don't know what you're doing. Uh, but Untapped is a great app to track your beers um we love it it's it's all we use there are other there's other ways to um to keep track of your beers you know by writing them down yeah i mean if you want to like take notes and write them down that's that's cool too but um untapped is is a very coarse scale uh, so it's actually kind of easier to keep track of what beers you like and which ones you don't because it's coarse it's harder when you get into specific styles to figure out which one you like better. Right. Uh, we had, we had a discussion on a, on a podcast a couple days ago that's coming out about the scales, but it works really well for getting a general idea of where you, 
where, where you like a beer, where you don't like a beer. Uh, and please, you know, we're giving you guys thoughts, guys and gals thoughts on a beer based on our own opinion. And then we rate it so that we know in the future, whether or not we like it, you may not like the ratings that we give. That's totally cool, but use it so you can keep track of your shit. Yeah. And what we've talked about this before that the way we use, um, untapped is really for us. Uh, it's for me to be able to look back when I'm standing in the beer aisle and go, number one, have I had this before? And if I have, what did I think about it? Um, and I can also look up and say, hey, what did Chad think about it? What did Eric or Jake or Dan, what did they think about it? Um, but ultimately, it's for me to figure out if I think I can drink it again. Yeah. I even yeah. Pay for it again. So, in the end of the day, I am staying at a three. I'm going to stay at a three, two, five. Yeah. I thought this one was plenty good to drink again. Uh, it's an odd one. So coming across it again may or may not happen. And if it does, I'll pick it up. Yep. And I am checked in. Ooh, I got to pick the right scenery. <laughs> well, there we go. Thank you everybody for tuning in, for listening uh, to the Beard Hops podcast. And we've got some great, great, beers coming up uh, in future episodes so definitely uh, subscribe to the podcasts you can easily do that in in itunes and the itunes or the podcast app on your phone uh, you can also if you just want to go to our website scroll down to the bottom or even at the top two there's actually a link directly into itunes or to uh, google play store or to stitcher or to SoundCloud, uh, anywhere you want. Uh, you we're can also, on, yeah, we're on a lot of the providers. Yep. Um, most of the, the podcasting apps, if you just search for Bearded Hops, B-E-E-R-D-E-D-H-O-P-S, then uh, you'll find us there. you also find us on, on the old YouTubes, and that's where you can actually see these videos. Um, but, uh, you know, we're a podcast first and foremost, so video uh, is just kind of fun to do. As you can see, our ugly mugs but our beautiful beards. Um, be sure to check us out at beardhops.com, beardhops on Twitter, beardhops on Facebook, beardhops on Instagram. <laughs> we're, we're everywhere. We're pretty much covered as well as untapped. Adam, who are you on untapped? Tall dog beer. And I'm Chadillac907. Why is it Chadillac, Chad? You like Cadillacs? Oh, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like Cadillacs. I love the name Chadillac, though. Yes, you do. <laughs> All right, Chad. It was fun. Good episode. Had, had fun. Hey, let's do this again. We should do this again. Also, be sure to check out the YouTube page because we do do doo-doo. We do doo-doo tonight. You said doo-doo twice tonight. Twice. Doo-doo. I go doo-doo twice. Um, we also do, about that one, uh, what we call quick reviews, which are just, six to seven minute ish videos reviewing yep. beers that we just don't have time to hit here on, on the podcast, but we want to keep hitting as many beers as we can. Yeah. So yeah, we just, uh, we just, whenever we grab or whenever we have uh, 10, 15 minutes uh, to sit down and sample something, we'll record it. And um, our, our production guy, our editor takes care of. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. 
huh, this, that other guy, the other, the other guy not talking right now takes care of the editing. <laughs> does a great job. Weird. If you haven't seen that, the first one that's out, it's, I like how you, I actually like how you did it, how it's kind of cut. It's rough cut. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah, because there's, there's a lot of ums. I, I think that's kind of cool though. It gives, that, dead, it, dead it, gives, it gives our quick reviews a little bit of a different personality than what we have on, our, on the regular podcast or the sessions. So I'm glad you check know. it out and let us know if you like it. It's uh, it's, it's rough cut. You'll see what I mean if you watch it. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks Girls, you too. <laughs> we'll talk to you next time. All right. We'll see you next time, guys.